Welcome into another Inside the Parker little mini podcast we have here because breaking news, I would say. Carlos Correa is no longer a giant. He's a New York Met, who which he signed a 12-year, $315 million deal after his physical wasn't medically cleared by the San Francisco Giants staff. So they didn't rework his contract, tried to re-sign him, and he walked. And within a matter of less than 24 hours is a New York Met. What? A wild scene if you are a San Francisco Giants fan. I mean, there's could be you could take two things from this. A, you're happy that Carlos Cray is off the team because you have to send him that big long contract. And or B, you are just furious because you couldn't sign Aaron Judge or you could not sign Carlos Cray, but you have all the surplus of money that they can do absolutely anything they would like to do with it. Which, if that means waiting for next season, the off season, to make some splashes and moves in free agency, go for it. Because right now, the biggest names out there aren't really the biggest names to help you put over the hump, or also a person that you would like to see build a future around, such as if you were trying to do that with Carlos Correa. But now he is on the move to the New York Mets, as Steve Cohn is just not done spending money. He wanted to get Carlos Correa. Um, in the first place after making the moves to get what he already did and now he's just sending money away putting giving putting it to the side just to give it to a guy like Carlos Correa as I was trying to read you off a tweet that I saw from Jeff Pass and put this all um, in, in in a form of how much money the New York Mets are currently spending as the New York Mets current payroll per, per Jeff Pass and is estimated to be around $384 million. The luxury tax payments alone will exceed $111 million. The total payroll projects to be $495 million. The previous max payroll in baseball, less than $350 million. Mets are at almost half a billion. That is a lot, and that's a lot of money that the Mets are currently paying, and also being taxed $111 million, that's just... That's rough right there, but the Mets are in win-now mode, which every single team in Major League Baseball should probably get behind and actually mimic what the Mets are trying to do. I think we see this already with what the Giants are trying to do, but it just seems like the guys that they want to sign now aren't being able to be signed. But the Mets have a stacked lineup. Their lineup is completely stacked now. I know I'm pretty much... Going back on what I said in the previous podcast I just made about the, uh, talking about the Mets, about how their lineup is, but this is a guy that adds another 220 home runs, 60 to 70 to 80 RBIs if you wanted to, to this lineup. And this, is, and this makes this lineup so much better. Granted, he's not going to play shortstop like he would have in San Francisco. He's going to have to play third base due to Francisco Lindor already the, the the guy for them to play shortstop, but this lineup is, is stacked. Brandon Nemo, Starling Marte, Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, Carlos Correa, Mark Canna, Daniel Vogelbach, Francisco Alvarez, who's the rookie I was t- mentioning, or I was alluding to, but I said Thomas uh, Nendo, not Thomas Nendo, Francisco Alvarez. I hope he's actually going to be starting opening day because it wouldn't be great if they could win the rookie of the year as well. Um, uh, for well, Francisco Alvarez to win rookie of the year, and that brings a draft pick to the New York Mets, and also can't forget about Jeff McNeil. That right there, this is, I went spot rack to see what the actual payroll was of what they're going to be spending this upcoming year. I just told you it was um, uh, it was what uh, Jeff Passan said of the $384 million for the current payroll. Well, and that's just wild. So $384 million is the top payroll in Major League Baseball. The lowest payroll in Major League Baseball 
is with the Oakland Athletics with $22.5 million devoted to their payroll compared to that $300-some million devoted to the New York Mets payroll. You want to put butts in seats. I get it. I understand that. But let's just compare the the talents of players between the Athletics and the Mets. Like I already said, Brandon Nemo, Starling Marte, Pete Alonso, Francisco Lindor, Carlos Correa, Mark Cannon, Daniel Vogelbach, Francisco Alvarez, and Jeff McNeil is possibly the tentative lineup for opening day. Now, the tentative lineup, I'm saying as the lineup that I, I chose to pick for this said comparison because right now on the Oakland Athletics, I don't know who could possibly be their starting lineup right now. We can at least infer that that's what's going to be happening for the New York Mets. But this is what I put together with the acquisitions that I said that the Athletics did previous and all the acquisitions that they made throughout this offseason. So I put Manny Pena, Jace Peterson, Eliminus Diaz. Those are the three acquisitions they brought in. And now the players that I think they're going to be playing for then that's already on the team. Seth Brown, Tony Kemp, Nick Allen, Connor Cappell, Shea Langoliers, and Dermis Garcia. Okay, so that's that's my Oakland A's lineup, and that's my New York Mets lineup. Now, if you're seeing the New York Mets lineup from that top to bottom, Brandon Nemo, I'm, I'm just going to go give you the stats that for a novice fan would like to look at, which is batting average, home runs, and RBIs. That's what the, the thing that they show you when you go to to Kauffman Stadium here, like Bush Stadium, Fenway Park, do you want to see what their stats are? Those are the first big three that people want to look at. Granted, I know there's a lot of other ones, but I just want to stick to these ones. Brandon Nemo, he batted last year a 274 average, 16 home runs, 64 RBIs. Starling Marte, he batted a 292, 16 home runs, and 63 RBIs. Pete Alonso batted a 271, 40 home runs, 131 RBIs. Landor, 270 with 26 home runs, 107 RBIs. Carlos Correa, when playing for the Twins, he batted a 291, 22 home runs, and 64 RBIs. Mark Cannon, he batted a 266, 13 home runs, 61 RBIs. Daniel Vogelbach batted a 288, 12 home runs, and 34 RBIs, split between there and Milwaukee. Francisco Alvarez had one at bat, did not register anything, so that's why we're not we're leaving it there. But Jeff McNeil batted a 326, 9 home runs, and drove in 62 RBIs. That's a lot. That's, that's, that's a lot of run production going for this team. Now let's talk about the New York Mets, not the New York Mets, the Oakland Athletics. Manny Pena. Last season for the Braves, he really didn't play that much. He batted a 143 and drove in two RBIs. Chase Peterson was a platoon guy. Batted a 236, drove in eight home runs, and, and drove in 34 RBIs. Elunis Diaz batted a 243, 12 home runs, 38 RBIs. Seth Brown was the, the biggest number of them all here. Batted a 230 with 25 home runs, 73 RBIs. Tony Kemp batted a 235, 7 home runs, 46 RBIs. Nick Allen a 207 with 4 home runs, 19 RBIs. Connor Cappell a 308, 3 home runs, 11 RBIs. That's all in 52 games. Shane Langoliers batted a 218, 6 home runs, 22 RBIs. And Dermis Garcia batted a 207 with 5 home runs and 20 RBIs. I know I'm giving you guys a lot of numbers to listen to. But when you add this up, which I'm doing right now, 16 plus 16 plus 40 plus 26 plus 22 plus 13, carry the 12, 0 there plus 9. That's 154 RBIs for the New York Mets. That's this all that that starting lineup that I gave you did. Now, that's amazing. That, that, that truly is. And with the RBI for it, as we're getting here, 64, 61, 34, 62. That's 586 runs that have been driven in. All right, that's 586 runs driven in with that entire lineup. That's that's a, that's you know that's that's massive. That's something that you would want on your team. Now I don't even want to worry about the home runs for 
the athletics, I just want to be worried about the RBIs because if it's over, if it's not even close to being 586, then what's the point? What's the point of going to these games? Because 586 to 265 runs that I that I listed off of the guys that produced last year is going to be on a tentative lineup for the Oakland Athletics. There's a reason why the Mets are spending money. They're scoring runs. People like to see the runs being scored. What's going on in Oakland? Well, runs aren't being produced. On-base percentage is what they always want to go off of. That's, we see that, but you can't gravitate towards a guy that's going to be on the team for less than two to three years once they're in the Major League Baseball because they're, they're heading the arbitration or the contract's up. You can't get behind that. You can't get behind them trying to figure out plug-and-place guys um, and hopefully they get good so they can trade away to see if they can get younger or get more talent on the team or even just lobbying to make a, a postseason berth as that they seem like they always do. It seems like the Oakland Athletics. The reason why the New York Mets have this much money is because they produce runs. They're in a big market. They're, I mean, granted, big market helped out tremendously, but the more that you can sell out home is the more money you get put in your pocket. And clearly the Mets sold out their home stadiums a lot more than the Oakland Athletics because the only time when the Oakland Athletics sell out any type of crowd reaction is when Shohei Otani, Mike Trout is there, or the San Francisco Giants end up coming over from the Bay, or just people who are around the area who like the Dodgers, or just Angels. It's clearly the Angels. When the Angels are in town, it sells out, basically. It, more people are there when they're there. So, yeah, no, that's that's also why the Oakland Athletics also have one of the smallest payrolls there. But, yeah, no. This is an emergency podcast, I guess. Carlos Correa to the Mets, 12 years, $315 million. Steve Cohn doesn't really care. He just wants to win a World Series. Absolutely respect him. So let me just think of this uh, podcast in the comment section on any of the platforms that you use this one. Go listen back to older podcasts if you'd like. But everybody here, they listen to it. Go out there. Stay warm. Put a smile on your face because whoever knows, it might brighten up someone's day. Have a good one.